welcome to the podcast of the European Young Chemist Network, EYCN. My name is Mark Rada and welcome to our new series. In this series, we interview the winners of the prestigious European Young Chemist Award 2020 to discuss with them their research and also ask them for advice for other young chemists. Today, we are talking about how important chemicals for industrial processes can be synthesized in a more sustainable way without relying on petrochemical resources. For this, our Romanian delegate Robert Tinciu interviewed the silver medal winner at the PhD level, Dr. Emilia Paon. Dr. Paon is a postdoc researcher at the Department of Industrial Engineering at the University of Florence. In 2015, she obtained her master's degree in chemistry at the University of Messiana and then moved to the Universitata Mediterranea di Reggio Calabria in order to start a PhD course in science and technology, materials, energy and complex systems for distributed computing and networks, working in the chemistry research group. She obtained her PhD in April 2019. Her work was honoured with two awards and additionally the Silver Medal Award of the European Young Chemists Award. Her research activities lie in the field of heterogeneous catalysis with emphasis on the valorization of biomass-derived molecules through the catalytic CO bond breaking promoted by heterogeneous palladium-based catalysts. In particular, her research project is focused in the catalytic transfer hydrogenolysis of lignin for the sustainable production of aromatic feedstocks. Since 2019, she is also a board member of the Italian Young Chemist Network, representing the Division of Industrial Chemistry. There, Dr. Paon would like to involve young students and early-stage researchers in the dissemination of industrial chemical culture and in the beauty of chemistry. Hello, Emilia, uh, and hello to our listeners. Hi, Robert. I'm very happy and excited to have this nice conversation with you today, and uh, I'm ready for uh, all uh, your curiosity and questions. For those who listen, Emilia Paone is a winner of the European Chemist, European Young Chemist Awards. And uh, Emilia, I would start with an introduction question. Can you tell us what motivated you to go into chemistry and more specifically into lignin first base biorefinery? Thank you for uh, this uh, great and motivating question. So, when I finished high school, uh, I decided to study chemistry uh, because I was very fascinated by the periodic table that contains within it all the beauty of nature. And the more I studied chemistry, the more I understood that chemistry is uh, everywhere. Right now, I believe that green chemistry and sustainable catalytic processes are going to have a, a deep impact in our near future in which I think that uh, we will use waste as starting feedstock. In fact, in my personal opinion, uh, waste can be a powerful resource and uh, in this context, uh, chemistry and surely catalysis will play a crucial role. And the idea to work with uh, waste was born uh, so when I started my PhD and my supervisor proposing me to work on the catalytic valorization of uh, lignin cellulose biomasses, in particular uh, with uh, the lignin fraction. Uh, seriously, 
I think mine is a love story with uh, Lignin, they began with my PhD and today I surely can affirm that uh, is a true love that uh, growing day by day. A very interesting subject. Thank you for your answer. Can you tell us now why should the chemical industry reorient to uh, lignin-based feedstock instead of using petrochemical resources? Yes, uh, the increasing interest in producing fuel and chemicals from biomasses is mainly derived from both climate change issue and the rapid growth of the worldwide energy demand. And uh, this two key factor, surely together, with the gradual depletion of oil and gas resources, push the scientific community to investigate new sustainable, cost-efficient and renewable alternatives to fossil fuels. And biomass has surely the big advantage to be available all over the world, representing a strategic point not only to achieve a safe energy supply, but also to promote local economies. And the valorization of renewable materials represents an effective way to limit excessive carbon dioxide release. And uh, however, many potential uh, deal blocks and fine chemistry intermediates can be produced by biomass conversion. In particular, today, the worldwide attention is focusing on the use of uh, linear cellulose biomass of second and third generation exclusively derived from uh, waste and residues. Indeed, the lignocellulose biomass is readily available from various waste streams, including agriculture, forestry and paper industry, and is produced in large amount worldwide. I would ask you now what are the principal steps in obtaining platform chemicals from lignin? Uh, I imagine there are some steps that you have to follow in order to tra- transform the lignocellulosic biomass into a um, useful chemical or to another chemical. So, uh, lignocellulosic presents a very complex chemical structure characterized by three major constituents present in different percentage, cellulose, the major component, hemicellulose and uh, lignin that allow different innovative platform molecules to be obtained. And uh, in the course of the year, several biorefinite technologies have been proposed, many of which require physicochemical pretreatment to allow the only valorization of cellulose and hemicellulose component of biomass into fuels and chemicals, relegating uh, lignin to the role of ugly duckling. In fact, the uh, nasty structure of uh, lignin during uh, uh, this uh, process uh, was irreparably altered, thus strongling uh, limiting uh, its chemical upgrading into vale added chemicals. And however, the native uh, phenolic constituent of lignin are of particular interest for a lignocellulose biorefinery aimed to the sustainable production of green aromatic compound. And for this reason, uh, one of the best strategies to produce chemicals from uh, uh, lignin is the so-called lignin first approach, in which lignin preservation is considered of first importance. In few words, the lignin first approach is an heterogeneous catalyst dependent process uh, that uh, permit a complete and a full valorization of lignocellulosic biomasses. This sounds like a lot, like a very complex process. What would be the main challenges that you can encounter in this uh, process? 
This is a great question, Robert. So, the use of uh, lignin first approach in the valorization of uh, lignin logistic biomass breaks a new ground for a green and sustainable biorefinery. Uh, by now, we have uh, all the necessary background to push the production of aromatics from native uh, lignin cellulose under classic batch condition. And however, uh, many scientific and uh, technological challenges are ahead of us. Uh, with respect to the, to the adopt catalyst, Two are, uh, for me, surely the main challenges. The use of uh, non-noble metals and the recovery of spent catalysts from reaction media at the end of the reaction. In this context, and in my opinion, the research uh, should be driven toward the use of magnetically recoverable system-based, for example, on cheap and widely available nickel or iron. Uh, thank you for this answer. In the present, what is the current state of the art in this field and what's your research bringing new? As already said, lignin is a very complex polymer, but I like complicated things and taking it simple. In fact, uh, my PhD project was focused on the basic catalysis beyond lignin first biorefinery with the aim to investigate the CO bond breaking of three model molecules of lignin, three aromatic eaters such as benzifiniliter, phenylifiniliter and diphenyliter that mimic the typical uh, lignin linkage. So when I start my PhD, CD, several important contributions were present in literature on the hydrogenolysis of uh, uh, DP, PP and BP only under classic hydrogenolysis condition that uh, imply the use of molecular hydrogen so with uh, a series of problems related to its use because it is highly explosive. So at the beginning of my love story with linen, I decided to investigate the hydrogenolysis of them by applying a new safe strategy, the catalytic transfer hydrogenolysis reaction in which the required hydrogen comes from hydrogen donor molecules, H donor molecules, uh, used as a reaction solvent and uh, used as such or in mixture with water, typical uh, lignin first uh, condition. And uh, reactions were performed in presence of commercially uh, ruthenium carbon palladium carbon catalyst as well as bimetallic palladium basic catalyst on prepared. What can I say? A uh, very interesting love story between you and uh, your your uh, research. <laughs> Now, I would ask you something on a different note. Like We know that for something to be implemented on a larger scale, it has to be easy to implement and also profitable from an economic point of view. Do you think that this way of linking processing is feasible to be implemented on a larger scale? So, first of all, uh, I would like to stress that for a large scale application of the linking first approach, it is very important to keep in mind that the role in neutralizing materials has a terrible effect on the catalytic approach. To this regard, several factors affect the lignin cellulose. And uh, on the other hand, it is uh, worth to underline that uh, most of the studies have been investigated in steered autoclave vessel, the typical batch reactors, uh, that uh, are simple to operate. In fact, reagents, solvent, H donor source and catalyst are sealed and heated for a fixed time but they are generally used commercially to produce low volume with high value chemicals. 
does a lot of research need to be carried out towards continuous reaction reactors that are normally installed when large amount of chemicals are being produced. So for a real application of biomasses, it is important to transfer all the knowledge acquired in batch system to continuous reactor that can operate for several months without a shutdown. Okay, thank you for your answer and I hope that this field will uh, will develop more in the future because as you already said, waste management and waste uh, and the circular economy it's a very important topic that should should uh, catch our attention in the future. Now, I would like to ask you some questions about your experience. Can you tell us what is your advice you would give to the young chemist in general? Oh wow. To this regard, I have uh, three important advice. First of all, surely be ambitious. Try to do innovative chemistry and don't be afraid to be contaminated with other uh, research fields. You can take advantage by making connections between different topics or entirely different fields of science. The second advice is don't be afraid to explore new ideas. Demonstrate to yourself that you can be creative and don't be worried if you are not getting results. You will find that you can learn a lot also from negative experience. And third advice that is probably the most important, have fun. Chemistry research is beautiful and uh, you have to, to take full advantage of it. I have to ag- agree with you with these advices. Having fun is very important. And <laughs> also, I think that from the negative results, we learn the most. What are your further goals in your career? <laughs> This is a very difficult question, Robert. So uh, surely in the next uh, few years, I would like to become an independent researcher and I would like to apply to some national and uh, European fund. And I hope to have uh, a more stable position and situation. I surely hope to start an independent research group and why not? I hope to work again with my lovely Lignin, uh, proposing new fascinating and encouraging ideas for the valorization of linear cellulosic waste and residues. I wish you all the luck with this and I'm sure that you will be successful. Next question, uh, it's uh, about the students that are not so sure about the field that they should specialize in and what would be your advice for them and also what would be your advice for the students that already know their field of study? Listen and follow your heart, not to do special chemical trend of the moment. I suggest to speak 100% honestly and take advice from research and professor you know. They surely can help you learn more about the cutting-edge research in the field of studies you may be interested in order to take a decision for your special digestion and if you have already decided, they can give you the great opportunity to learn more. Uh, so, personally, I feel extremely lucky to have had the mentors I had during my career. Starting from my bachelor degree up to my PhD program, I had the opportunity to learn and evolve, brought from a personal scientific aspect, thanks to my incredible mentors. Okay, uh, one last question, because uh, I have to admit I just started my PhD. And what would be the, the advice for your advice for the PhD? students that are just starting their PhD 
and also for those that are finishing their thesis right now. At the beginning of your PhD, you need to read a lot of papers related to your project. The main goal is that you get a clear idea of the state of the art that is what has been already done. Then write down everything you do. By writing often, you will accumulate content that, that uh, you can reuse when uh, you need to write abstract and papers and most important, uh, your PhD thesis. Uh, another uh, important uh, advice is present uh, your research. Presenting can be scary, but uh, it gets easier as your practice and uh, it's a fantastic way to network and get uh, feedback at the same time. So uh, the best, uh, surely the best advice is uh, uh, socialize with your lab group and other students. It's a great way to get advice and help improve your research and make friends. For example, uh, here in Italy, we have uh, the Società Chimica Italiana with uh, its fantastic uh, young group, uh, group of giovani, which represent a very important point of reference for all uh, young Italian chemists. Thank you for your advices. I will try to, to keep them in my mind and uh, to respect them. Okay, thank you very much, Emilia, for these great answers and for being with me. Thank you again, Robert, for your nice interview. I'm very happy and it was for me a very fantastic experience. Hello, everyone. It's Mark here again. This was the last episode of our new series. We hope you checked out all of them and enjoyed this new format. Please, as always, leave your feedback by rating our podcast. And if you have any questions or further remarks, you can also send us an email at podcast at eycn.eu. See you soon.